Hey, Michelle. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? I'm good, actually. I'm really good uh, because spring is here and there's like sunshine and Finally. my s- seasonal affective disorder <laughs> has officially ended. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, we have a special guest today. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm suddenly shy. I know. <laughs> the, the microphone makes it like... It makes, really it makes it hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh-huh, and now yeah. like, hey. yeah. No, before we're like chatting, we're like, and now it's like, uh, 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 what like do I super say? Stiff. Yeah. yeah. Like, Hello, this is Eduardo. <laughs> yeah, NPR voice. Like, Hello. This, the gar- <laughs> this is welcome to the Guardian podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like the be off. You know, like. <laughs> Wait, if you don't know Eduardo, um, he's an Amsterdam based independent graphic designer, artist, and fashion designer. And I feel very lucky to have you. T- I'm really excited to have you as a yeah, guest. Yeah, we're blessed. I'm yeah. really fun of the pod. I really <laughs> enjoy it. <It's> so <laughs> we don't pay people to say that. <laughs> no, they didn't pay me, did. We do have snacks, though. So yeah. Snacks are for free. The snacks yeah. are free. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also love you because uh, you're very chaotic. I am a mess. You're like pure chaos. Yeah. <laughs> I am a mess, but I'm getting better. No, but you don't. That's not a disease you have to heal from. No, no, it's not a disease. But I like to be a calendar Embr- mess. Embrace now. the chaos. Ca- you're, you're I'm a, a calendar mess. mess. <laughs> I schedule my mess now, mm-hmm. which is good. Yeah. Yeah, you always have to box it in somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like every year it's good to uh, update the mess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the key of aging. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> every i feel like every episode we bring up aging because yeah literally it's like what yeah. what, what happened last episode like you you were like mortified with your age you didn't you didn't want to say it yeah i don't know it's because i I'm was like, curious i'm just like surrounded by like so many young people yeah. like lately that um yeah it's made me think about it a lot more mm. yeah everybody at revolt is like oh my god i'm getting so old and they're like 23 (laughs) but also like i feel like the new generation of students are so so young young. yeah they're so young they're like 17 18 it's crazy i don't know what to do with these people i'm like i'm literally an adult like i am 10 years older than them yeah somebody was saying yesterday like oh yeah i was six when carly ray jepson's like call me maybe came out and i was like okay listen back the fuck up yeah. Also, Mehmet what? last episode. Mehmet last episode was like, we were talking about Harry Potter, about reading the Harry Potter books, and Mehmet was like, "Why don't you just watch the movies?" <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> like they weren't out movies. yet. <laughs> <laughs> they probably don't, don't even know who's share now. No, yeah, I don't true. think they do. I yeah. don't think they do. So share. I, yeah. I mean, I barely know who share is. I'm like, do you? Yeah, really? actually, yeah, that's but, it. you know, people don't know who Madonna is. Yeah, like, I mean, also with her face, now it's totally different. Like, yeah, actually, yeah. who is Madonna? <laughs> yeah, maybe she's been cloned. Or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's probably that. Oh, yeah, she's, like, on that, like, adrenochrome, pres- like, preservation. Mm, yeah. That's why her face is so swollen. Yeah, she's, like, on that uh, Walt Disney, like, frozen head. She looks really like a, car- a Disney character, that's true. She does. She has yeah, the, she's a new princess. cartoonish going oh. on. I yeah, kind of like the, a, the evil stepmother. She's an evil vibe. stepmother. Yeah. She's Maleficent. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Um, should we talk? I never know how to do this, like, segue into... I mean, I thought of one earlier, and then I missed it. Because <laughs> we, we were like, oh, the snacks were free. And then I was like, oh, speaking of snacks. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, speaking okay. of snacks. <laughs> well, we can, re- we can redo it. Snacks yeah. for free. Speaking of snacks. 
<laughs> That's the theme of today's episode. We're doing like the Venn diagram of like snacks and fashion. Yeah. The Where they inter- the intersection, the intersection the between intersection of, <laughs> of Cheetos and <laughs> it's a fast fashion fast thing. Fashion. Yeah, it, yeah, fast fashion, fast food. Yeah, I wrote that down too. I yeah, yeah, yeah it is. It's like the mm-hmm. very first association. Yeah, for like, sure. Oh, consumption, consumption. Yeah. The mm-hmm. price as well. Yeah, it's, then it's, you're like galaxy our... brain, like Banksy, like yeah. Give <laughs> <laughs> <Keep> me that. <laughs> but um, I think the the first. Or the most like like the first thing that you think about when you think like food and fashion is the 2014 Moschino Jeremy Scott collection where he used mm. like the McDonald's arches. Oh, sorry. I had to burp out my Coke syrup. <laughs> 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 he used like the McDonald's arches and the like, oh, ooh, some ASMR. <laughs> I'm, ASMR getting into the, I'm getting um, into the topic. Tell me about this snack that you're eating. The snack is very salty. Mm-hmm. It's a chip. Yeah, yeah paprika, pap- paprika flavor. It's a very like European snack. I, I don't get it. Like, I mean, I'm from Ireland and we don't have that there. Are you serious? What do you mean you don't have this? No, like we would have, our flavors would be like cheese and onion or like salt and vinegar. Yeah, that's American flavors too. We would and never here, have like, like paprika, paprika. <laughs> never. You cannot get it. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Same in America. I never really pay attention to these things. Yeah, I but just buy in, everything. these are super popular in Germany. It's like, mm. they, it's like the only chip flavor they it's have. It's like a basically. culture shock when you're like, when you go from like American, like sour cream and onion. Yeah. Like a flavored stuff or like Cheetos, cheese flavored things. And then you come here and you're like, what the fuck? What is this vegetable flavored vegetable? Yeah, but, <laughs> but it's so true. Like my father today was telling me that um, the Fanta here is different than in Peru, and he was pointing out to the other market is Fanta. Also, Africans have this like orange Fanta. Yeah, and here mm-hmm. is like yellow, mm-hmm. and they have this amazing like small glass bottle. And it was true. I was like, wow, this is so orange. Yeah, it's totally different. Really? It's totally in America. Different. It's also orange. What, wait, what's it like in Peru? It's yellow. That's no, no. In Peru, it's orange. In Peru, as it's well. orange, and yeah. here it's yellow. And here is yellow. What? Yes. I haven't even mm. noticed that. Yeah, if you go to the supermarket and you look at Fanta, it's, it's yellow. Do you think it's because they've taken out some of the artificial colors, maybe? Oh, because it's illegal here? I think yeah. it's a different recipe, for sure. Yeah. They have different uh, yeah, sugar mm. policies, perhaps. It was very sweet in Peru. But that's so crazy about like snacks in particular is that they're so biochemical. It's like not even a food anymore. Yeah, yeah. it's just like it's just like an arrangement of ingre- of like marketing ingredients like meant to make you purchase more. It's like such a not only consumable but like consumer product. It's insane. Yeah. And then that's why the packaging is also like so appealing. I feel like yeah. the packaging and the flavors are working like at the same level in your yeah. brain, where it's just like tickling like all these like triggers that make you want to like over consume them yeah it's also quite interesting because the color of the chips mm-hmm. they always match the packaging they're like they're so saturated yeah and they mm-hmm. look like they look like rgb colors you know? yeah they're no they like... really do <laughs> it's like what ink is do they used to print these <laughs> what yeah. printing method yeah. no it's crazy look and i feel like orange. maybe that's why it's so appealing um or i right like currently there's a lot of like beauty industry and snack collabs like elf did a thing with chipotle and there was also like a cheetos makeup and a hershey's palette. one and a hershey's one not only mm. because like the beauty industry is like blowing up and there's a lot of profits to be made from these things but also like 
a lot of like the sensory pleasure, like the like the biochemically engineered like sensory pleasure mm. from makeup and from snacks is like so similar. Yeah. Like it's so parallel in a sense. It almost mm-hmm. it, like maybe they they even use the same factories. They probably do, or like very similar ones. Mm-hmm. It's weird though. Like I always found like snacks kind of like off putting because of what you just said about like this like exaggerated color palette. Like yeah. the RGB type color palette. I find it like, I don't find it so appealing actually, yeah. I, but I'm more attracted to like more muted colors and like more like natural looking yeah. But those colors. are the new, the new like kind of like new generation snacks, right? Like if you yeah. go to Mark, like all, all the yeah, packages Mark, are matte yeah. or they'll be like toned down. Yeah, like, especially in like health food type And they look places. friendly and yeah. it's more like, hey, I'm smiling, you know. Like, like earthy. Uh, exactly. And they say yeah. like the word chickpea on. Vegan, it's yeah. everywhere. <laughs> Chickpeas vegan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm like very much a goop person. Yeah. Like I'm very goopy with my snacks where I'm like, oh, you're like I only eat colors. like nature's candy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but like a lot of this like high saturation content makes it so palatable with fashion because you wouldn't think so at first because the ideologies of something like the mass food industry is to reach as many people as possible it's like lowest common denominator food um and in like the high fashion industry it's about being elitist and about uh, only certain categories of people having access to this stuff yeah so when moschino like when jeremy scott blended the two things in 2014 moschino it was it was really compelling yeah to me, there was also like the beginning of streetwear in a way. Like when this, oh, when 100%. this, when this came, you know, Moschino. So like it was presenting Milan Fashion Week, and back then I was living there, mm-hmm. and it was just insane that l- suddenly, you know, like so many of the cops. Like usually, also in Milan, you have like all these, um, uh, um, um, like people of color or like they come from Africa, and they usually sell knockoffs, like from Prada to Gucci. They have this like, uh, mm. they have this like. Uh, all these knockoffs in the market or, or in yeah. the center, and you know, as soon as the police come, they just leave. Yeah. And, and suddenly, you know, like they put it on the side, like mm-hmm. all these bags, and then they were just like Moschino and like, you know, K- K- iPhone cases. Yeah. The Moschino, Moschino one was like really easy to knock off, too. It was because really easy. It, it, they, they almost wanted the knockoffs, yeah. which I think is like. Katy Perry even did a knockoff, well, not necessarily. But she did one with Claire's where they made like the phone cases. Really? Yeah, and it was like really similar. Like she did like a hot dog and like a burger and And Katy Perry did it. Yeah. It almost feels it was, like, like her collab with Claire's. Jay Scott and Katy Perry Yeah were like hand in hand. Like but Katy apparently, Perry was like her his muse. A lot yeah. of it was collaborations with her, like where it was also her ideas working with his ideas. Yeah, because she also did yeah. the video uh with the candies, right? The yeah. Ca- yeah, the yeah. the California girls yeah. Yeah. video. I think he also designed the the outfit. And mm-hmm. he designed her outfit for the Super Bowl. I mean yeah. it was flames, it wasn't yeah. like food. Yeah. But okay, I have a question because you saw that che- there's like an image of Katy Perry dressed as a Cheeto. Yeah. And she has like a Cheeto purse. It's like Oh really? <laughs> it's like really good. It's so good. It's really good. Green was awesome. Cheetos. If not, it's in my phone. <gasps> <laughs> it's really good. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Uh, it looks like this croquette. It does. <laughs> it 
doesn't look like a joke. It looks like a meme. It really does. It looks like a joke. But I mean, I think Katy Perry is kind of a joke I don't, in I don't, general. I don't understand. I don't her. know, actually, to be. I, I just feel like. This is so weird. It's, it's yeah. She, she makes say. no sense. Wait, also that video that I sent you where she's at the Met Gala in the burger costume. Yeah. And she's like putting it on in the bathroom. But and that was a bit, so basically she. I think she arrived as a chandelier and then she changes <laughs> she for the after party and then she turns into a hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> was that also Jeremy Scott? Yes. Oh and then there's like the chandelier. Yeah. And then there's that picture of Celine Dion groping her. Really? Yeah. In the oh, hamburger yeah, costume and like, like she's grabbing, grabbing onto the bun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is actually this is cute. Also, look at this lip. Yeah, the burger yeah. slippers. Also, Celine Dion's like oh, Katy Perry's yeah. face is like very. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened to her face. <laughs> She's mm -hmm. just like, what's happening? But I don't know. I think Katy Perry, like, she's kind of like the epitome of this culture, like this crossover yeah. kind of thing. And she, I mean. I find her really embarrassing just in general, like her whole like concept around her. And then like, she's like this like weird girl who like, likes dressing up. Katy Perry is a pop star. You know what I mean? Like very, very, she's like a walking billboard to me. Like yeah. it really, it really like she's, she's such like a good blank canvas to put all these things mm. into in but a sense. also when she came out I, I thought she was like this sort of like pinup girl right like sort of uh, she was that was the girl. vibe yeah that was the vibe and I think I was also following perhaps the first album or something and then she became more and more fuchsia or like I really like her color scheme actually I think a lot of um, our Instagram, logo, like a lot yeah. of our logo is like her color scheme. But it's also because purple is like such a pop culture color for some reason. Yeah, this like, yeah, purple and then mixing it with like a little bit Fuchsia, of pink. Yeah, yeah it's but very... Also, didn't Fusa was a millennial color. No, wasn't it that point. like lighter pink? No, because the yellow was the Gen Z and then Fuchsia was at one point. Is Gen Z yellow because they're like gender neutral? I have no idea. <laughs> no, also I think because Rihanna or, or Beyonce, they they were that was this year. They were like only these articles about like color codes. Uh -huh. I remember that like that light pink that like every like gentrified cafe. It was, was called like, millennial pink. Yeah, millennial right? pink. Yeah, it's like that yeah, light like. The, that probably comes from Instagram. I hate it. Like that blushy pink. Yeah. Mm. That's a goop pink though. Yeah, it is yeah. a goop pink. Yeah, that's a goop pink. Mm. It reminds me of like dog meat. It's memes. called Das Pink. Yeah, at Calvin Klein we always oh. use it. Calvin Klein uses it? Yeah. Oh, we this, have inside info. This is the, this pink, it's the sold out all the time. Also, I mean, it, it, it like takes over everything because I'm really obsessed with like Abercrombie and Fitch. But like they're... I know. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who doesn't at this point? Yeah. Um, but they're... You get hired as an ambassador, basically. Yeah, but the thing is, like, they suck now. Oh, true. They suck. Uh, they yeah. suck now. If you... I was looking for, like, um, their... You know, the white sweatpants that they used to have? It's, like, tight and a little bit of a bell bottom. And then the, the logo is, like, this, like, dis distressed, like, patch mm -hmm. that they put yeah. on top. Yeah. It's, like, distressed patch text. And now if you look at their sweatwear, it all looks like ASOS, like ASOS design. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like all like these dusty pinks and greens mm. and like. Were you ever into uh, American Eagle? 
They were like the the less cool Hollister, and the hierarchy of like cool brands was mm-hmm. like Abercrombie and Fitch, then Hollister, and then it was like American Eagle and yeah. Paxson. Was like mm, I don't know those. I think they didn't come to Italy. American Eagle. You grew up in Italy. I, I grew up in Milan, mm-hmm. and uh, Abercrombie and Fitch was very popular. Also, I can imagine it wouldn't take off in Italy. Actually, it makes so much sense. Also, because there were Why so many uh, Italian brands back then. Uh, from football players. Most oh, of the time. Yeah. is that what was going on? Oh my on? god, there is actually one that was like very iconic with the with the pacha. Uh, my my t-shirt. um, my Colombian cousins. I feel like Latin cultures like all have like a similar like weird fashion aesthetic, and my Colombian cousins used to like come to America with six or seven empty suitcases and just buy like go to the Gap. And yeah. American Eagle, like, um, outlet stores and, like, fill mm-hmm. their suitcases with that stuff and go back. There was, like, a supremacy for these kinds of products, which was insane. Yeah, it was on, the same in Ireland, actually. This was the vibe, like, early millennium, like, this was on. Okay, wait, these are great. Yeah, this is cool, man. Okay, this is great. <laughs> it's Oh, my God, these yeah. raver shoes. But it was kind of, like, you know, this sort of, like, cartoonish, but more like this graffiti vibe. You know what? It's, like, I feel like this is, like... Uh, th- like, um, God, is there like an unproblematic way to say third world aesthetics? But you know what I, I know mean. What you, mean. you know what I mean. It's I like this totally stuff is really that. good. Yeah. This is like the stuff that you found like in like the genuine like markets in Colombia and stuff like that. It's really good. It's like fucking cool. And that's the stuff that now you find on Vinted that you're like, who designed this? Like, what is this? Like, but it's also almost stuff. like a Debian tart. Uh, it's vibes. so good. Yeah. These cartoons are really good. Yeah. So it was for girls, but there was also. Some- Brandy Melville also. Oh my god, Britney Spears just made like a Brandy Melville post. Like she just really? discovered Brandy Melville and she was like, I really recommend going to Brandy Melville because it's like summery and cute but also hot. Did she really do yeah, that? Yeah, she really did. I screenshotted it. It was amazing. <laughs> Proud of yourself. <laughs> she was like she was doing a Q&A. She was like, first of all, everybody keeps asking about the red fridge and I just like the red fridge, okay? Second of all, everybody's asking if I'm okay. And she was like, and yes, I am happy. With her, like, batshit, like, black eyeliner and, like, fucked. You know what I mean? She's not okay. How did it go to the trial, actually? I totally... F- oh, I, don't, I, I think that the um, her father was not her conservative, like, not allowed to be her conservative, but she still has, like, another, like financial manager who's still but apparently the new conservator also there's like some problems with them also yeah for sure like scamming people and stuff yeah it's like not good yeah (laughs) snack time time. oh yeah asmr time wow (laughs) oh fuck it went to the microphone (laughs) cheers to the outlane yeah cheers to outlane (laughs) Should we describe some pieces from the Moschino? Yeah, let's go to the collection, maybe. I think it would be nice. Yeah, I'm on the Vogue right now. Can you send me the link? On, yeah. Did you say I'm on the Vogue? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm on the Vogue. How's the Vogue? <laughs> okay, but 2014 was like such a moment, actually. Where were you? In I was in LA. Okay, I, was in I was LA. in Amsterdam. I was in and London. You're, oh, wow. And I had just moved from New I York I just moved to, to London. You moved to... You just moved to... I, I moved, moved to London in 2013. I moved to New York in 2013 to 2014. 2012 to 2013 and then 2013 through 2015 I was in LA and I feel like that was actually such a good moment for this shit because like you saw firsthand like this arena developing and I feel like this was a a moment where there was like 
a lot of high concept, like self-conscious, like um, also comments. the selfie was coming out. The selfie was coming out. Instagram was like on a new way. Yeah. Do you remember this magazine? I do remember this. This magazine. was like I feel like this magazine tell far. Like, do you know Babak Radboy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like he did, like, the Shenzhen Biennial yeah. project. I feel like there was, oh. like, a big moment of, like, um, corporate aesthetics or, like, mass-produced aesthetics, like, really coming into the art world in, like, a, in a, in a different way than before. It was, I also feel like with this magazine was, like, the cool thing about, like, um, you know, thinking about a magazine in a digital format for the yeah. first time. And mm-hmm. everyone was kind of like, oh, wow, it, it's such a cool, uh, it's such a cool format. And everything became, like, super post-internet and, like, taking all these Very post-internet, yeah. And everything become, became, like, very, very friendly also. Like, yeah. you know, people smiling all the time. And, uh, they were doing, like, this, like, um, <laughs> this, like, uh, <laughs> you know, like, this, like, a salad uh, woman. Like, yeah. yeah. They were doing, like, these, um, oh, like, yeah. the stock image, like, like like smiling family it was like this very like cognitive dissonance like uh art kid doing like stock images thing like yeah yeah, using Mm. like um these like mass corporate aesthetics um and i feel like the moschino collection like really came at a good moment it was there was like a, a consciousness about doing that stuff and the same year actually chanel did their fashion show um a supermarket theme yeah and Bed Monk came the, the year later but didn't yeah Bed Monk is also like so in yeah. line with this like idea didn't Katy Perry's all of that stuff would have been way before that Katy Perry because that would have been like Katy 2010 2011 20, I think it was the, the end of the zeros yeah indeed when like she Katy, was doing like the, like the, the California Jeremy Girls and, no I mean like California Girls all that stuff like the music video with the cream coming out of her boobs <laughs> ah yeah, yeah yeah exactly like that would have been like i think like 2011 2011 maybe yeah like but it was definitely before so yeah i mean you can now see maybe that actually like that yeah. came from that actually it was like rather than the being, early 2010s yeah to like you can see like this there's like a very pop art thing that happened in like the early 2010s and jeremy mm-hmm. scott oopsie jeremy scott is like Full, like, high-low, high mm-hmm. um, taking, like, the pop art thing. And then the sort of, like, I guess more underground art, the, uh, the uh, I don't know, like, the younger art scene I wouldn't in New York. Th- I wouldn't think that Jeremy's underground, though. No, 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 no. The underground scene sort of, like, kind of picked up on this, like, commercialism mm. and then used it, like, t- took it to their own means. Mm-hmm. And then... It's also, like, kind of, I think the, the fast food brands are kind of using it to k- reconnect with an audience that they've lost touch with. Well, now it's like... I mean, McDonald's started, had to rebrand themselves from uh, yellow and, and red to green. If you look at McDonald's now, it, oh, is, true. They it are is green, green. and yellow. Yeah. Oh, is it because they're trying to be like more eco-friendly? Yeah, also because the new generations are, are way more aware than my generation. Yeah. Millennial. And, but you um, know what's crazy? And that was totally different. About know? like Gen Z. Like back back then there weren't these like crazy brand collabs it's like i feel like now we're at a Everything new stage like, of like yeah. hyper capitalism where mm-hmm. brands are doing like these crazy like cheetos did their fashion lines like all these brands are teaming up with like gen z influencers and also so and random TikTok like stars. i think it's also like high beast uh, aesthetics you know like it's just like if you if you go high beast yeah. now and it's, you just type coca-cola there's like a bunch of brands that i never heard of like yeah, you know, streetwear loves like to do, this like, like random like luxury streetwear like but that's because no streetwear is like the lowest common denominator, and it's actually also so like easily knocked off that yeah, 
it's just it's so accessible you know like everyone mm-hmm. wears a, yeah. a hoodie everyone wears like a sweatpants everyone exactly. wants like the sneakers everyone was like you know like the the crossover bag it's yeah. just so easy to make money with it's it's like such an easy look it's such cop. a money maker yeah mm-hmm. such a money maker um i i find it like 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 these brands are almost trying to be memes now you know what i mean i mean like, yeah like the supreme oreo yeah it's like a it's a joke it's a like joke. but do you know that or- you oreo has it? like 50 tastes for instance like yeah they, they, they develop so many they it's like seasons in fashion they have like four new flavors they have to like continue to like innovate flavors new. like to remain relevant it's like the, uh, the new there's like a complete shift in marketing strategy that mm. these that's actually in line with like the rise of like fast fashion yeah this like need this like cycle of like constant innovation yeah. and the moschino collection was um actually one of the first fashion collections that made the runway products immediately like uh, available immediately uh, really? after was the it? Yeah, immediately okay. after. I the thought runway. there was also Telfar like talking about, going back to the idea of this magazine. They also made this collection for the first time, that there were like uh, pictures of the lookbook. Then there were like easy, like they just made an easy merge, and then they were selling that right afterwards. Oh, probably Telfar yeah. innovated that because yeah. they were they were more like. It's also crazy to think that Telfar has been going on for like such a long time and then COVID hit and they also, uh, they were they were supposed to do like a collaboration with uh, Gap. Did yeah. it not happen? It did not happen because Kanye West got it. Yeah, wait, so but did, did that actually happen? Because now nobody knows if like the Kanye thing is Basically really Kanye down. stole it. Like, um, he got cancelled and also because there was such a good money for them because they just started to go to PT Womo, which is like a sort of like a cool like Milan fashion week, but in Florence. Yeah. yeah. And it's more like a little bit more alternative than Milan Fashion Week because it's very commercial in Milan. Mm-hmm. And and then they were doing like a lot of like cool things also in Paris. And then COVID hit and nothing. Crazy. Mm. But they're doing great. I think like they're they're they found their uh, their money. They maker. had like the the big blow up moment when the bag when the Telfar bag it's became still so going popular. on. I feel like it was on Real Housewives oh, on also Beverly get, Hills. Guess really? knocked it off. Oh, yeah, but they yes. got yeah. so cancelled for that. Not, yeah, but it was obvious. They, they retracted it, though, right? Canceled, you can't do the Telfar bag. <laughs> but they were, that White Castle party was, like, so iconic. Mm. It was the same year. It was 2014. They did their post-show fashion party at White Castle. Yeah. What's White but Castle? White Castle is, like, um, like, a fast food burger place oh, an in america one. it's like right. east Coast. i think it's actually maybe only i, I don't know because i was I've been i never heard of it before yeah i thought it was like a disney thing <laughs> <laughs> i, mean, their logo I, I thought disney. it was a club by the name of it no, have you like, been to the um, white castle i'm like yeah. it's like sure it's like a, or like a bar I was queuing. it's like it's like fast food like like fucked up okay. like ugly like bright like a uh, fluorescent light yeah. fast food like they sell like these tiny burgers mm-hmm. and them doing i mean the party was like sick it was so sick and then they actually designed the uniforms for white castle oh wow yeah that's i mean maybe that's one of my favorite like food collabs oh yeah i knew there was one um nike did a collab with risa chicken which is a chicken shop in berlin Oh, Do yeah. You remember, there was also this collab, I think, with Visa and this like most famous uh, kebab place in Berlin where everyone queues. Oh, Mustafa's. Is that one? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only one that people queue at. But do yeah. they do chicken? 
At Mustafa's? Yeah. No, no, no. Risa chicken is like different. Okay. But yeah, like also Risa chicken like hosted a gallery of, of opening once. Like, yeah, it's really weird. The, I don't know. Like, why? Like, why would okay? Why, but think... why would Nike do a collab with Risa chicken? Like a because they have you know like why? one restaurant because, in Berlin. Um, Nike. Nike's actually really good at taking like really cool young creators They're and hiring them to do stuff. Yeah. So they get people that would have these like meme cool ideas that that probably stem from like this magazine. Like it's people like us who would yeah choose. Yeah. It's like the young art community who would choose like a like a legit cool place oh, to do okay. stuff it looks, at. It looks weird. And then it has their logo on it. I mean, it's the White Castle template. It's like let's mm-hmm. take like a cool. Like uh, in the know, th- a store that you have to be like in the know about, and mm. then do like a product with it. It's weird because it's like it looks really similar to the KFC one. Oh yeah, yeah the KFC Crocs. Yeah, with the I the Crocs. The KFC is way better though. Also, it's so good. But yeah. did, wait, did you know? Like it smells like chicken. Really? Yeah. Like they had these little things. They they had like a, a name, could, a trademark yeah. name for the little chicken legs that they attached to it, yeah. and it. They smell like they're, probably, they're removable, right? Yeah, the, the, chicken, the chicken. They probably legs. use the same like biochemical compound that they use like in their probably chicken. It's, it's the same, oh it's my god! Yeah, same I think so. yeah. yeah, it's like the same like weird. Fake. Oh, sorry oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know with um, you know with like food, especially artificial flavors in food. This the chemicals that they use in it or like the combinations are trademarked. Exactly. And they actually also have compound because it's like. Um, possible to reverse engineer what those compounds are and because the flavor is like the specific flavor is so important to the brand identity in the same way that a logo is yeah um, they put chemicals in there also to like obfuscate mm. the chemical makeup so that people can't reverse engineer it mm. so you're you're eating you're like consuming trademarked material basically well, it's, it's very strange. It's, it's, it's very... really strange. It's so corporate, and, and it goes like so beyond like a normal, like one-to-one relationship yeah. that like a human has to like a fruit or like a food. Mm-hmm. It's but like it's, a it's com- super interesting because obviously the smell is also like something that really s- gets in your head. Like it's something that you will always remember. Like mm-hmm. I obviously don't. I I never care so much, or like I never think about. I mean, do you remember the smells of Pringles, for instance, or like the smells between? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I can I can remember the, the smell of Pringles, yeah. and yeah. I, I, I find it. When do I, you and also, remember? Oh my god! I, I find don't. it really repulsive, actually. I mean, like, I always compare like fries with paper, like the McDonald's fries. I would think mm. I'm, I'm eating like paper, <laughs> Be- or like cardboard, like, because they're like so. I actually had yeah. some last night, and I hadn't eaten them in like years, like How maybe like they? seven years, and. They did taste like paper. Yeah. Yeah. They did yeah. taste like paper. It's something like you're like, but also with McDonald's, like every time I hung over, or like I, not anymore, but last year I was obsessed because it's around the corner of my place and I was always going there, but it was not even about the food, it was just, you mm. know, me sitting there with my sunglasses and just like observing the people because that's also a totally different target. Like if you look at all this, like when you go to H&M or you go to Zara, it's such an experience. Mm-hmm. To me, it's more the valuable, you know, to go there. Look at people, take photos, mm-hmm. and then you know, eat obviously. But then it's not really about it's not really about the food, but it's also like it's such a different target. It's a consumer experience. It's a consumer mm-hmm. experience, yeah. and then I have to eat again because with McDonald's I'm never satisfied. Like I eat, and then I'm starving again after well, two that's hours. The, that's the relationship between fast food and fast fashion. It's like this stuff has no substance. 
Yeah. It's actually so insubstantial. And like yeah. the only point of it is to want you to consume more. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah, these, it works. Yeah. It's <laughs> even engineered like the mouth feel to dissolve like quickly in your mouth. Totally. Because the more you chew something, the more your brain gets the signal for fullness. Do you think uh, the Jeremy Scott actually was more like a comment on fast fashion back then because I feel like also it was. in the last in the last decade there was it this fast fashion discourse going around for it so long. It was like a consciously like a like a fast fashion yeah. fast food like correlation. Yeah. Which really, I mean, it which worked. is very but it's very different to what has been happening now because it's like collaborations now. Whereas what he was doing wasn't exactly a collaboration. Well, the collabs well, are H and M has always been inviting actually big designers to design like cheap collections, right? H and M, but I mean like, like the, it wasn't like McDonald's collabing with Jeremy Scott for example no. you know like that it was like he was kind of like bastardizing yeah. their yeah it, w it was more like logos. along the Moschino line of mm -hmm. uh, of doing like a I, I think it became very mainstream yeah. this like uh, collaborations with, between mm -hmm. with Vetman lounge well it's like collection. a completely different thing that's then it's like no longer a commentary then it's actually just like it's a, money maker yeah it's a complete yeah. it's a total money maker it's mm -hmm. like a total marketing scam yeah um, which like completely like reduces like the DNA of the brand. It's like when you have all these like everybody's just collabing with like everybody. constantly. It's just, like, what is like what is anything anymore? You just feel like you're in a like a capitalist hellscape. Like the like, brands lose their identity, completely. and it's like with this Balenciaga Gucci collab. Oh, what do you God. think about it? it like was, I just saw okay, it. Okay, first yeah. of all, I was scrolling down Instagram, and obviously, and like I saw the first images, and I was like, honestly, this mm -hmm. just looks like something Lisa Rinna would wear. Like this just looks like a like the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills closet. But like, you know, it's also it's so interesting to think like it's their 100th anniversary, and they just made the most commercial collection ever. It's so commercial. It's like this and isn't a collection. This is just like clothes that you put together this is just like a rich woman who can buy like a gucci pant and like a balenciaga it's what uh dorit kemsley from fucking real housewives the bling bling empire they're yeah, off it yeah really looks gonna wear like, it. i'm like what it's just what like display it's here? just There's display no of wealth that's like literally what it is it feels like completely ungrounded from any sort of like history where good fashion has like like concrete references. Yeah, but that's also I feel like that's also what my main problem that I'm facing this day is that I only remember bad stuff mm -hmm. because mm. of all this bad content. You know, like yeah. I cannot remember like good things that I look around simply because they're like gone. Yeah, mm -hmm. because I am always you know like looking at this yeah. bad content and I'm like oh yeah and then you start to refer to it which is super dangerous well then all our all our references I mean me too I've I've never been particularly good about finding solid references yeah I I, I mean I'm really I, I like to do that yeah and, but also I feel like I'm losing it but especially because we have no access to like museums but or libraries travel. You know, like, yeah. yeah libraries bookstores like weird book markets like that's where you find like the really unique references yeah. now we only have access to like our social media feeds so yeah. it's like dis like it's disgusting <laughs> what's happened like mm -hmm. I mean that's why this podcast is good because it's like can, snack like, snack information it's snack information it really <laughs> is it's yeah. just like Easily consume like completely, and then you forget about it, and you want more. Yeah, it's yeah. like okay, new content. I want yeah, because like content. people can make bad stuff, and then but it kind of goes just goes into the like but also into I feel like the you, void. There is no division anymore between like good and bad. It's just you just need to do it, yeah. and then you know it's anyways. You you will consume it, and then it will be something new. Mm -hmm. You know, I really think like the Moschino collection 
was like the jump off point for this like disgusting like Gen Z TikToker influencer style that we see now. Like a lot of the elements in the Moschino are like such such trends now. Like the the layering of the necklaces. Also, like DNG. I have to belts. say, it's the really what? DNG. Dolce Gabbana oh, is yeah, also very. Uh, it's also very like. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's 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 this tackiness that I see around a lot. But it's like still. fashion. No, the the fashion nova version yeah. of mm-hmm. Dolce and Gabbana. <laughs> it's like so fast fashionized. Like it's all my Instagram ads are for like the same like chains and like puffer mm-hmm. jackets. But that's actually a good point because I feel like luxury brands have totally adopted like fast fashion strategies these days. Completely. So that's that's, that's actually yeah. the scary part because they produce as fast fashion like they do run a collaboration as fast fashion. And then, you know, the like they're already H&M. Bad. It used yeah. to be like they did the collections and then H&M knocked before, them off. Before, exactly. Before it was like we take inspiration from your mood yeah. board. And now like we are the new fast fashion. Yeah, it's totally true. Which makes sense why like back in the Moschino days, it wasn't like McDonald's times Jeremy Scott. It, and it now, looks still so fresh. And it looks like yeah. fresh. And now it's like it is like X times X. Mm-hmm. Because the point is to be a fast fashion. The point is to be like as consumable as the point possible. also so like is to be knocked out. Like you really you want, want to, to be, be knocked off. Yeah, yeah. Knocked I mean, out. it's kind of like it reminds me of like the American Apparel strategy of like uh, making shoplifting okay, like as a store Was policy. It? Yeah, I feel like. All you had to do was like know somebody who worked at American Apparel and you could steal like as many clothes as you want. Every single employee like walked out with duffel bags full of clothes. It was so easy to steal, I have to say, it's as when so I was a teenager. Like, yeah, because they didn't have the tags at the yeah. beginning. That was also super interesting going back to fast fashion because when American Apparel arrived, at least in Milan, it was just like right before H&M. And they had this like sort of like new, po- new philosophy. They didn't want to have this, uh, these tags that you can steal. So yeah. people were trying on you just, you know, putting layers and then you're leaving mm-hmm. and then H&M <laughs> arrive and they copy everything and of course like American Apparel was way more expensive and then people were going to H&M I I I never experienced the H&M no. American Apparel overlap no, no I, in I Milan mean I it wish was, they were like knocking off American Apparel because was, I would be buying it right no, now no no but they were knocking off a lot but yeah. also like, I I I grew up. I grew up when I was in high school with H and M. Like yeah. when it came, and people were calling Hannes and Moritz, <laughs> like at the beginning, because it was still like the new thing in town. <laughs> and people were like saying the whole name. It was like, yeah, it's H and M. No, it's Hannes and Moritz. <laughs> no. So it had this sort of like still, you know, because it has it such a, like bi- a store. It's been around since the eighties or so. H and M. So it's nothing new. Yeah. It's Swedish, isn't it's it? It's Swedish. So yeah. it has, you know, it, it has a history, and mm-hmm. then it became mainstream like during the last decade. Mm-hmm. So there was still this sort of like, you know, like, hey, you're official. Mm-hmm. And then American Apparel came and then there was also this new rave wave mm-hmm. that everyone was wearing like color and fluo and all this like new rave was kicking out. What mm-hmm. year was that? That was like, I think, to th- a- a late to th- zeros, 2008 okay, yeah. to until 2012. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was like, you know, the new rave wave yeah. and everyone was wearing American Apparel. Like, it was everywhere. It's so crazy that in Italy it was, like, ravey because in America it was, like, indie. Yeah, but that was... The, then became the new indie. Yeah. So before it was, like, the new rave, we you know, with Klaxons, Ed Banger Records, uh-huh. all these, like, sort of, like, you know, taking back from the 80s. Mm-hmm. And then the new indie kick. And then and everyone was wearing, like, Cheap Mondays, with belo- which belongs to H&M. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what the fuck? I didn't know any yeah. of this stuff. But it's it's, like, their goal was to be... They didn't care so much about like making money 
for the company. Oh, they wanted to be like a cultural moment. They American Apparel. American That was their strategy. So that's why they let everybody shoplift. But they also had like... And now, then everybody could wear it. But now all these companies are like losing their identities. They, completely. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like they have to... Now every single company needs to appeal to every single type, like the, market the pro- type. I feel like the yeah. problem with these days is like everyone is inclusive, you know, and therefore mm-hmm. you miss also your target because mm-hmm. you can you can design for everyone. And, no. and to mm-hmm. me, that's like a golden rule, you know, define your yeah. target. And just by saying that you want to be everyone to wear your garments, it, it's bullshit because it never happens. It, it's yeah, not, no, it's it not doesn't. the case. And it, it's, I don't think it's also... But at the same time, you can be now because style is... There's style is so bland at the moment. Like I'm, I'm really thinking of the new generation because like I'm so depressed with like <laughs> Gen Z style. I'm so depressed with it. It's all like so homogenous, and the quote unquote subcultures of like e girls are so contrived. There is no subculture yeah. anymore. Um, yeah, like it's like everyone just looks like an e girl basically. They all looks look the like same. an influencer. Yeah, like yeah. that's the only way to look. Like you can spot it in the street like a mile away, mm-hmm. and it is like there. It is like it's not the gap. You know what I mean? It's not normcore. Like there is like it is like moderately like subculturally influenced, mm-hmm. or like they've taken these reference points from the early. But 2000s. What, what do you think? What do you think this is? Uh... A little bit, wh- where does this come from? Like, where do you think the, the let's say the problem starts, or like? Wh- I think it comes you... from like identifying, or um, like the early idea in capitalism, or the way that the, the core idea of capitalism, which is to conflate identity with products. So then, because Gen Z is like so concerned with identity and presentation, like identity politics is at the core right. of the way that they view the world. Um, they they're really susceptible to that like capitalist marketing strategy yeah. of like being associated with like certain products or like certain clothes. Yeah, and but also to me it's also like a lacking of like subcultures in a way. There's like, a you complete know, because, lack. I mean, of I grew up with you know like literally the groups being divided. Are you yeah. an emo? Okay, go with the emos. Are mm-hmm. you hip hop? Subcultures are dead. Are you? Yeah, it's dead. It's dead. It's mm-hmm. not possible. I think in like in the social media. With age. which group were you in high school, for instance? What were you in high school? I was an indie art kid in high school. I was an American yeah. Apparel girl in yeah, high school. <laughs> No, actually, I was with the stoners because I had the best weed back then. <laughs> no, with the graffiti guys, and then the their girls were super fun. So I was just yeah. hanging out with the girls, and like you know, they oh, were, that's fun. Their boyfriend was doing graffitis, and I'm like, yeah, yeah just smoke some weed, and then we get into clubbing, and then say, fuck the graffiti, we're gonna go to the club. Yeah, and that was a new world for me also. Oh, like, back fun. Then. But um, but I'm yeah, so but nostalgic. everything everything was divided. You know, like you couldn't really socialize with other people because yeah. you're like, oh my god, you're cheating on us. You know, like it was just like yeah. so defining. Rules. And you could actually like you could actually tell if so if you would vibe with somebody or not from the way that they were dressed. Like you you really could like um, identify social groups in this way. Yeah. I'm like, uh, which you can't anymore. Yeah. But like, I feel like well, I think you still kind of can. Our generation can, but like the younger. I generation? feel like also, the, I don't know. Like I feel like also the styling has become really like way more wild. I feel like everything can happen. You know, like yeah. I, I was actually this. I bought this like uh, bulldog um, sweater, but just simply because I don't, I don't even smoke weed. But I, I, I always love the logo and it's. The red light is always being like super crowded, and I was like, "Oh fuck this!" I was associated with you know like Italians or Spanish people like smoking weed all the time, like being super annoying. Yeah. And then suddenly you know COVID hit, and like 
I was like, wow, this is actually super nice logo. I'm it gonna is, buy it. Mm-hmm. But then I was always wearing it underneath. It's like, like very, it's like, <laughs> like very you know, like kind of like yeah. I was a teenager. <laughs> I was a teenager. There was the I was a teenager looking at like a shirt and then like this like bulldog underneath. It's like a really, it's actually a really good look. It's like a very Balenciaga. Like if 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 if, if Balenciaga did an Amsterdam, or if Vet Monts did like an Amsterdam Listen series. Listen to this. Stay there. <laughs> 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 can, can our connection Balenciaga can we like, do a bulldog can we do a bulldog <laughs> a chihuahua <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um a poodle what else oh yeah there was like um there was like a like a like a little tickle that I had especially with um the types of like foods that are being like incorporated into fashion being like these high like calorically dense um easily consumable foods with the fact that like fashion is so centered around like thinness and still is like it that Mm -hmm. will never end it will never end and there's like such a fetish around like seeing like thin girls in the proximity of like calorically dense foods and i feel like that erotic tension is like a big part of why this works too like seeing like a statuesque 10 foot tall model wearing or like kind of being a billboard for mcdonald's is like causes like a a great cognitive dissonance Mm -hmm. and it like it also sort of like soothes the anxiety around consumption if you know what mm. I mean, it kind of like it like validates it, it. validates yeah. consumption, or it makes you feel like oh, if the thin girls can eat McDonald's, then I can eat McDonald's too, like which sublimates into like a, like a soothing of pain around consumption too. Yeah. So while Jeremy Scott makes this um, collection more easily consumable by a making it easy, almost like encouraging knockoffs. But the thing also that I like about that collection is. Uh, it's also how the clothes are executed, right? Because it's not just, you know, like, it's not just, like, merchandising. It's really about the details and making it, like, elevated, like, from the hair and having, like, this, like, very 50s look, which is always, like... And the Chanel reference. You have this, like, exactly this reference Mm -hmm. of, like, being very elegant uh, and being being classy. So it became this classy look. And that's actually quite interesting. They have, like, they did, like, the tweed suits and almost, like... Um, almost All like the airplane stewardess, like exactly. It's like this, like new uniform. In yeah, a way. It, it is very like uniform, like, and it's it's very well done. It speaks to like it's well executed. It's yeah. really well executed. My favorite is the bag, like the Happy Meal oh, bag. It's so, it's so cute. Good. It's yeah. really cute. I like the gowns, like the Cheeto mm. gowns and stuff like yeah. that. But I, the bag is probably my favorite too because yeah. I'm an accessories girl. Yeah, me too. Um, and then that's the difference because Cheeto also did like a like a fashion line but like a shit oh yeah it was called like so the bad. house of flaming haute couture, haute couture. Wow. and it's, you know, like, it's like flaming hot cheetos <laughs> this is like but it's true like the when it's like x times x or like a uh, brand x mm-hmm. brand it is a merch especially with the streetwear oh, stuff and the yeah. cheetos like thing was like look like a snack are really yeah they're like but that's the it's thing like, like the slogan. meme and merchification yeah. of like fashion but exactly also because back then memes were not that popular yet and mm-hmm. that was like such a meme collection but then i think the nice thing was in the craft first of all yeah and then elevating a product that it's not like you know it's not a pre- it's not it's not just printed it's just really how you translate this idea like at the fullest right it's not like a, it's it's not a surface level like it's decal. not a surface level yeah it's yeah. like it, it goes all the way it was through. actually deconstruction even yeah 
But you know, you know what you were just saying about um, like the thin girl thing. Yeah. Like um, that's also like happening a lot now in the reverse. Like you know, people like doing collabs with fast food chains like tiktokers and stuff what was her name charlie charlie d'amelio doing duncan duncan donuts and uh ariana grande did starbucks like she has her signature drink there um james charles did like a chipotle and uh <laughs> yeah. i mean kendall jenner pe- the pepsi oh, the, the thing yeah but i still remember it's i still like remember this music. that's also the oh, whole point right the lady gaga oreos also apparently they're disgusting but but like <laughs> but wait did, did they create a flavor for it's lady like a gaga? F- yeah lady for, gaga but flavor. for the new album specifically it's and like what the, is the color of the oreo pink. it's salmon pink salmon pink with green filling it's disgusting wow. and it has like the chromatica logo on it and they, but they've also done this kind of like willy wonka type thing mm. where you know you can win like a like a trip to a concert and you can get to meet lady gaga and have like a meet and greet and oh wow it's like I like the typography though. <laughs> I, I, I like, I like, I like the, the contrast between like the Orient Lady Gaga. I also like a, this like illusion, like this yeah, uh, on the, the Trump doll. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why her album isn't doing well. I but yeah, the, like, also yeah. I thought it was like last year everyone was upset. No, but, but, but our like our crowd was upset. Even in an after party, think, when but, the people were putting that, I was like, okay, nine one one is so good. But it's th- like okay, wait. <laughs> but think about it. Like, how can the album do well when someone can't tour? Like you know, yeah. that's like that's touring is point. such a big way of like build bring sales yeah. for an album, and like she can't do that. And now she's doing this collab with also Oreos. Also, fashion designers, it's such a good money for them. Yeah, but she's Lady getting Gaga. this in the supermarket now. That's advertising. You see it every day. Everywhere. Supermarket's the it's only place like you can go. Yeah, you can only go to that's supermarkets. Really smart. It's like the place you see her her name yeah. when you go down. But the maybe that's the new. I feel like this is the new goal of this generation. Perhaps the new goals are like being in a supermarket you know what i mean if before yeah. it was being part of like i don't know the buying core <laughs> like yeah. you want to yeah. be at the supermarket because yeah. you have so much visibility it's like it's yeah, um you your your market everyone. range is like with so everyone. larger yeah. yeah your market yeah being at these like giant chains like exactly. dunkin donuts you see like charlie d'amelio yeah, like do you know bruno banani like this brand mm. who's like no. actually a fictional brand with this italian name and it's a german brand oh and they do perfumes mostly and underwear mm. And they have so much money, and it's just they never do even add. It's just like supermarket products, like Bruno Banani. But it's like so smart. It's yeah, them, it's, it's so like smart. Them, everybody. Like it's the it's the place where everybody. I goes. also want to be a supermarket designer. You mm. you really should. Like you really should. I'm not interested actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's never a good mind. fantasy, but I'm <laughs> it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Um, but also now, like you even see it, like with like this like thrift store style, like like people wearing like Aldi and Lidl like uniforms. I and mean, stuff. Lidl's merch. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah. Oh my god, it got to, it went so viral. Sold out. Yeah. Wait, but if but you go to Romania, also does like the DHL. I mean, yeah, I mean that was also yeah. the hit back then, right? Yeah. yeah. If you go to Romania though, like when I was there, going like thrift shopping and like even just walking around on the streets, like people we- are wearing like 
Aldi t-shirts because like it's like all of the secondhand stuff gets sent from Germany to Romania and then like people don't have those brands like those supermarkets they don't know so it just looks like they're a fashion wearing. brand so they're just them. like yeah so they're just like wearing a oh random thing that they bought God. it's super strange actually wait that's crazy that's so mm-hmm. fascinating actually mm-hmm. the sense of style how it's also I, I think that's also super interesting when it's connected with the context right because if yeah. you don't know any any background about you know it, it happens the same with Lacoste and Ralph Lauren when they go to Africa for for instance, and they're like, usually secondhand garments are shipped like in bags, and then you buy bags according to the quality of the mm-hmm. garments, and they're divided by class. Mm-hmm. So first class, like clean, uh, secondhand, second class, a bit of stains, third class, fucked up. Mm-hmm. And all of these like uh, big brands, they end up like stains or like Lacoste, and they just become like, you know, supermarket brands. Mm-hmm. And then they end up being like villages, or like there is this like, amazing photographs of this photography that I don't remember now. And it's just, you know, photographing these big brands in Africa landscapes. And it looks so interesting because they there is no connotation. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, like, because now they there is so many Western clothes going to Africa, the, uh, the traditional clothes, are get, it's getting lost. So people are mixing more, like, younger generation are mixing more, like, folk with uh, uh, ready-to-wear. Mm-hmm. Oh so they're God. creating this new uh, this new fashion. And yeah. I think this is why Africa, perhaps, is going to be very relevant, perhaps, after COVID. Mm-hmm. Like to I'm so sure that, like, the white designers are going to plunder that, like, fresh aesthetic because mm-hmm. it might exactly. be the only place where, like, genuine culture is, like, emerging. And also, you know, like, Another it's something, it's something that is not related to the Western, you know, like, it's just something, yeah. like, it's new and it's something, like, it's mm-hmm. different type of bodies, different culture, different habits. Yeah. And I think that's fascinating. Well, I, it, it reminds me of what Demna's doing um, with Balenciaga, actually, because I feel like he, his influence is, like, very Slavic, like, yeah. very small-town Slavic, where the same thing is happening. There's, like, there's not so much, like, the mass Western references, but they do get, like, some... I don't know how to put this. Yeah, they, it's, like, a very genuine subculture that's happening where the western references that are happening are taken out of context and put Mm -hmm, in like a a completely new setting and then demna takes that and brings it into that high fashion which is what makes it cool i feel like they are referring to like this like pop elements like from snacks to you know like memes or anything it's it's really about how these things are executed Mm -hmm. it is i think demi is doing a great job with balenciaga yeah it's really it's just it's just fun to see how much you can do with a big brand, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. and really and really fun and like really yeah. nice. I think it's like such a good image branding. Like I think really good at Jeremy Scott images. walked so that Damna could run. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? What do you mean with that? <laughs> oh, it's like the meme where like blah 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 walked so. Blah, I don't blah, know that one. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> Next, <laughs> that one flopped. <laughs> um, I have to pee. I need a beer. Okay. <laughs> okay. But you know the with the Oreo thing that I was just saying, like they had this like really weird like marketing strategy. Like and they were talking they had like they came up with like this thing called Oreograms. Mm-hmm. And it was like you would uh What is the Oreogram? Like you would send in like uplifting messages. Um Ew. like <laughs> like and that would be how you'd win this like trip to meet Lady Gaga, basically. And it's like cashing in on the whole like TikTok thing. I was like spreading musical messages of kindness. That Ew. was like their like marketing <laughs> thing. It's just like 
wrong. It's like, like, but because Gen Z loves anti-bullying, it's like I really feel like yeah. it was just a focus team was like, okay, what? It's like a focus team of like forty-year-olds. Like, was like, what do we know about Gen Z? TikTok. TikTok is definitely. <laughs> I but it's like, also that's actually. It. Have, <laughs> but, but do you look at? Have you watched any like new TV shows lately? For like, instance, well, what like, do you watch new TV shows? Well, like I watched the new the remake of Charmed. And I can I can't watch any remakes like, anymore. Okay, I'm but like... but they're it's really bad. But I'm like kind of glued because it's like <laughs> it's really in on this whole like identity politics thing. Like they keep bringing up like. Is it on Netflix? No. Okay. Amazon. Uh no 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 I I'm like watching it like I'm streaming streaming it mm. but like they keep are you paying for it no god no <laughs> who does that <laughs> i don't know i'm not gonna pay for Charmed maybe because we're online do. we pay but like there's, there's this whole like storyline we, we pay sorry we pay <laughs> we also yeah, pay the snacks I, I paid for it <laughs> <laughs> but there's this like storyline where like one of them like challenges like the professor in the university she works in because like the the book that they had to teach was like old style transphobic literature and then they she like managed to like bring in new literature that was like more modernized and like was like more in tune with the younger generation and it's like you know these whole like these storylines come up in every single episode like and they're you know they're clearly marketing towards like this particular generation where this is like so important now but it's so done in such a fake way that it seems so disingenuous mm. it kind of makes me feel like the whole i mean the whole movement is disingenuous because mm -hmm. the only way that it's related to is like through these media channels where i mean it's so it's so crazy that media feels the need to be like politicized in this way where it's uh, the, the subject matter is like no longer interesting mm -hmm. but it's um or or transgressive in any way it's actually about being like as untransgressive as possible and like being able to like relate to as many people as possible yeah that's why fashion also isn't transgressive anymore what is transgressive these days like nothing nothing azealia banks i feel like yeah, azealia banks, is azealia banks is yeah, like <laughs> yeah and trisha paytas i love trisha yeah no, but she's like no longer transgressive Yeah, I mean, this whole, like, you know, body po positivity and everything also feels, like, fake when it's done in, like, by But these big brands and everything. that's the whole point, I feel like, between these new, these new collaborations. It's a marketing strategy. Yeah. Uh, you immediately smell that it's a moneymaker thing. Yeah. And then, you, you know, it, it doesn't feel right. You, you, just, yeah. you just feel that it, it, is, it is a mask. And then you can the see, like, how politics is, like, completely tied to commercialism. Like, yeah. all that's why all of these things, even... Even the things that I feel like deeply angry and hurt and wrong about like the Asian hate situation and uh, like the racial violence that's going on. Even these things are like politicized and used as this like veneer for marketing. Yeah. Um, and Paul, like, but it's like this weird marketing type politics mm -hmm. that I can't. Relate the to. first time that I feel like I saw it kind of not feeling like that was in like the new Mugler stuff. Like it just felt like that was <gasps> what is that? The, oh like the new Mugler uh, yeah, campaign, actually, like the cast, the Mugler campaign, ah, the yeah, new collection. Yeah, like the, I mean, the just in general, like their casting in the last few have has felt like diverse in a way that doesn't feel like like it's, trying it, to be diverse. It doesn't feel like it's trying yeah. to be diverse. It just yeah. feels like that is like they they're choosing the people cool people. That they But it felt really actually it wasn't. Want. 
it was well thought, right? It was well thought. Yeah. I was like, I think the, I feel like the creative director is like one of us. Like, because they fit with the brand. Like, they fit so well with the clothing. They fit so well with the yeah. brand. It just seems like it doesn't yeah, feel try hard. It feels but like also perhaps right. this is also like something that is related to that clothes are not relevant anymore. Therefore, you need to create a frame to talk about mm. garments because yeah. there is so much out there that you know as a consumer because we're all you know like mm -hmm. so we all were aware about what's what, what's what's the backstage right mm. so in order to in order to make people consume you need to create a good frame mm. and that's the only thing that it's good about fashion these days also it's really about the language they can't um they can't do runway shows anymore do, and like everyone is film. doing videos yeah everyone is going videos which i think it's also fun it's but then now you know after one year it's it's just so funny to see like you know like the world is literally falling apart and they keep on walking like these <laughs> models <laughs> you know it's such a loop Crazy. you know like you we just gotta keep on walking you know like everything whatever happens just keep on walking one after another like yeah. even if it's a video you just gotta walk yeah you know, it's it's just like it's such a it's such an old formula that still works yeah it's uh it's fascinating it's but it's also like Damn it. Uh, last year, I was so excited when the pandemic hit. I was like, yeah, it's, I got to see like super nice garments. It's, it's going to be like wild. It I don't know what happen. I was expecting, actually. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. They just like found a new high production ways. Mm. It didn't to happen. Shows. Yeah. And I think even before the pandemic, Fenty was doing videos. Fendi or Fenty. Fenty. Ah, Fenty. Yeah. yeah, through Amazon. Yeah, Fenty was doing like these, which oh. al already also feels like disgusting. But also like, like they're the... so well produced, but also like over designed. Well. It's, like, it's too, too much. much. You're just like, what's going on with these like crazy sets and like choreography and it's, it's, it's too, much. too much. Like it, it, mm. it's, it wasn't working. But I think she's also stopping now because she was funded by LVMH. And she's, she's not anymore? I think because they're not selling. Yeah, it's because the collection was hideous. The collection was bad. It was so. It looked like Vic, like Victoria's Secret knockoffs. But that's also like, the thing because there were so many things happening. They were like, "Am I am I a concert? Am I looking at you know what? Am like, I, what is this? Was, yeah, what am it's I like watching? A theater yeah. thing. It's like a music video happening. I, ah, it's, yeah, it's a collection. It's like the the old <laughs> format works. It's like stop trying to like disrupt and like uh, in what what is our generation like. Or, or this like time period's like obsession with like being disruptive and like completely like reshuffling the old yeah. order like some things just work but also you know like on the other hand i feel like also people are, are expecting too much from fashion you know like, yeah it's just like, i mean there is not a political job i'm sorry it's, but no it's, it's really not it's, like it should i mean like you i think the best way perhaps to be like you know transgressive is just maybe don't make any political don't make any it's statements. like when vivian westwood like does um i mean i does, kind of like, miss protest but i kind of like, miss this the... like sort of like i just want to do things because i'm i just I feel this way are, yeah. are you know like this sort of like mm -hmm. the joy or the purity of like making things because you just want to make or like even friendship you know what I mean yeah. it's just this sort of like genuine yeah. things and don't try to be like relevant because who cares I mean like it's, you can be relevant also with just making like a fucking good collection without yeah, totally uh, like doing anything uh, but I mean fashion political. fashion's role isn't to be political fashion is never gonna cause political change it's just gonna be corny and but contrived but I feel like because we're living in these times that you like, have to be such a PC whatever personality mm. brand like every time something Podcaster. happens in the news <laughs> that's why I mean honestly when we're thinking about the podcast strategy like we don't we don't want to because I, I feel like the moment forces you 
to state your opinion about politics like 24 7 every time something happens and honestly my opinion is just not that valuable a thousand people spouting their opinions on instagram on podcasts on here it's like i like i'm it's not that valuable and to be honest i would rather listen to a fucking good story than talk about politics exactly and then you can always extrapolate fucking good stories into like your personal politics but we're in a moment where you it's unusual not to have a political opinion on something like you can't you cannot be apolitical no you cannot be apolitical because you're immediately wrong yeah immediately cancel or immediately there's a lot of social pressure to be like yeah political but political in like a very like diametric like you have to be like you're forced to take a side or another side like there's there's very little nuance in in the way that you can think about politics and you're always like you're forced to that's why on instagram there's like every time like some big event happens like somebody's posting their fucking opinion like like almost immediately and it's always like one side or the other and you feel like forced to make to make a choice between yeah. Like two, only two options. And sometimes, you know, I don't want to listen to people's opinions. Like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I mean, don't... The, you also need a time away from it and a time for like lighthearted entertainment too, which doesn't, uh, you know, like a lot of people now are kind of like going off Instagram because, you know, originally Instagram was supposed to be this platform for like, I- images and not necessarily like, opinions. But also inspiration, right? Yeah. And like, it was more of a creative platform than something for spreading political information. So it's like but people who went on it for the, you know, creative reasons. And then yeah. they're now they're, it's just like consumed with. There's also politics. a difference between like, I mean, these platforms have been used in like uh, productive ways for spreading political information. Yeah. But there's but actually like, there's actually even more misinformation exactly now than there ever was. Because like, because nobody, none of us and no none of our checked. friends and nobody's no like checks. fucking qualified to like, nobody reads the actual news. Like, yeah. I like nobody's, everybody just like sees something on Instagram and then it like immediately makes their opinion about it because they're scrolling through like 24,000 Instagram stories. And then also it's like a, the platforms themselves. It's a total mm. monoculture. Mm-hmm. The culture is dark. Yeah. These platforms themselves are then forced to be political in the way that yeah. Facebook and Twitter, like Twitter removing Donald Trump's like, yeah. and Instagram like censoring things. Like YouTube also hugely censors um, yeah. like vocabulary that you say. Mm. We also have to remember like these platforms are not like our friends, you know, like no, the 100%. platforms like are actually against us. Like they're against like <laughs> yeah. any of these opinions, all of, and all of this. Yeah. That's why you should, um, use Patreon. <laughs> Sponsor us on Patreon. <laughs> I will. <laughs> We're going to launch it soon with like you some should. cute stuff. Yeah. But also stock, no, not stock. What is the other one? Uh, for writers. Stock. No, stock is like, Sub-stack. Substack. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's actually a really good one. Yeah. But I'm like, I can't. I'm paying like seven for Netflix. Like I can't keep paying like people. I started for my boyfriend Netflix. Now. Oh, I'm like he's paying for it. <laughs> but I have to say, I stopped Netflix. Like okay, because Netflix I, sucks. I'm, like I'm all their content. Now is- on the other day, we like Amazon because they have better movies. I'm on HBO Max. Ah, uh, how did you get it? My through Amazon actually. Really? But then I have to use a VPN to ah, okay. be in America. But also Ola sucks. Mm. I need to find a v- new VPN. Oh, uh, I, I use NordVPN. Okay. Yeah, yeah I need to update my VPN. Yeah, NordVPN. I mean, it's it's it like sounds you, Scandinavian. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like really it just like because i'm like so stupid i can't use these like crazy interfaces nordvpn just like is easy to use it's like the dumb bitch VPN. yeah but i think expressvpn is maybe better because a lot of youtubers have like codes for it so then you can get like a lot of money off um i just got streamio yesterday finally oh i also figured out how what to is, use it it's like you can just like stream anything it's yeah. like it torrents everything for you basically yeah. it's oh just God, like it works as like an interface for torrents just search streamio stream i'll, I'll send you it the come up and stuff. i want that email <laughs> it's, it's very good it's really good burp um i feel like i'm done with the stuff that i need to talk about we have we haven't talked that much about Katy perry but maybe it's not like a thing yeah, I feel like also we don't really like her here. Like we don't, I don't even. I mean, know. I I I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I only remember last Friday night. I I I think she's so embarrassing. I just like hate her, but I find her so fascinating. She like represents this podcast so much in so many ways. No, but it's actually so I like can't weird. stop looking you at don't her. Know, I don't know any like Katy Perry like. When my brain like perceives Katy Perry, it just like slides right over. I'm just like like I can't like penetrate it. I'm just like. It just like deflects it. I cannot understand Katy Perry, but somehow like all our imagery, like every single episode we've done, like Katy Perry like pervades everything. It's so scary and weird and I can't explain it. There's like a phenomenon. Mm. She's like, she's like part of, she's like, like a mist in the air. Yeah. You can't get rid of. She's a godmother. Like a bad smell that just like won't go away. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe she's a concierge. She's mm. the concierge of the world. She's yeah. the concierge of your podcast. Oh my god, she I mean like I don't understand. She's in everything. Every single celebrity that you search like for images, like Katy Perry's involved. Yeah. Yeah, like she was like hanging out with Jeff Bezos. Mm. Why? Yeah. In the Facebook headquarters also. <laughs> yeah, she's really? yeah, yeah. yeah, like posing with Mark Zuckerberg. It's yeah. like it's really sus. Because maybe she's actually the collab, the real. Collab oh yeah, no, no, she's no. the real collab queen. She represents she's everything that queen. we all like the hollowness of collab. But she culture. was on holiday with one of these like big execs from like one of those. Oh yeah, she was like on the yacht. Yeah, with one. Of, I can't remember what company it was. But also, what what was her last album? I don't even remember. She just released one like oh, when really? she was pregnant. It was she like keeps called like. Music. She just had a baby with Orlando Bloom. With Orlando Bloom. Yeah. <gasps> the last person There's I remember a photo her of him rubbing her boobs on a beach. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> I'm just like talking about all of these like paparazzi pictures. It's like <laughs> I I cannot see them together. It doesn't right? make sense. I cannot make see any them sense. together. Well, nobody she's dated makes sense. First of all, Russell, Russell Brand, Brand yeah. Diplo, Diplo, Russell Brand. That yeah, was like a she big was married thing. to Russell Brand. Yeah, hell, I, uh... Diplo, Diplo to me is still like, the craziest. Like, Oh, yeah, after he, like, uh, completely mentally abused mm. M.I.A. and stopped. Like, he, honestly, he fucked up M.I.A.'s brain because she hasn't made music since. And she had, like, this one verse on a Travis Scott song, and it was, like, like something is wrong with her. She looks amazing, though. Oh, of course. She's an icon. No. <laughs> Icons always look amazing. Yeah, no. Icons never die. They never age. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say about Kip Perry. I don't really... Um... I don't really follow her. Neither do I, but somehow pervasive. Mm. Yeah, I can't. I need to find like the thing. Perhaps it's not Katy Perry per se, but it's like the lipstick, <laughs> the color. You know, I'm the like, bag. I'm like, I don't still know. You know? To well, she out. like this color purple 
she always oh my God, wears you it. The purple in the in the in because in the purple is like the pop culture yeah, we, color. We well, like we, we copied the. Color. Yeah, I, I I grew up in a Catholic country, so I always associated purple with royalty, uh, sex, repression, and faith. Okay. Purple. Mm-hmm. Oh, because it's is it is it like a religious color? It you is a religious it? color, mm-hmm. but yeah. Oh. Yeah, I remember all the priests' robes had like a purple exactly. cross on them. Somehow, I mean, and I didn't know this before we started doing this podcast when we started doing a lot of image research. Mm-hmm. Like, w- w- Kelly and I are pretty saturated with images, and we're like constantly sending each other stuff. Yeah. Um, the purple emerged like intuitively out of like this like conglomerate of images that we had, mm-hmm. and it seems to be like. Um, like a trend also it's, if you look at our Instagram feed there's always some sort of like, it's almost like the, there's also just like this purple hue kind yeah. of constantly there mm. like Justin and Bieber's it's like this color filter. was purple Katy Perry's color was purple it's just like but this like Instagram filter it always like makes the image slightly purple um, and it, it, they always use that a lot and also I mean the reason we chose it with the logo was we were copying the Keeping Up with the Kardashians original Ex- logo yeah. But, yeah. and then that makes so much sense because like purple associated with royalty they're trying to per- show themselves as this kind of like royalty almost yeah but why the kardashians not katie at this point what why why not up, upgrade uh, upgrade the logo to katie perry no well, I she mean, never really had a logo she hasn't or like an album um we should no, but mean, this is like the old i mean also like maybe the the roots of like the brand of celebrity that we're interested in is is like early naughties to like 2010 celebrity because celebrity now is so bland yeah <laughs> like no but it's, i mean also like the kardashians it's so iconic and this is super it's, and it's early it's, it's like the early because now the kardashians are like beige core you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. and their logo core. is like very yeah. like um like like this tacky, do you remember classy. the backgrounds of the first seasons how cool they were like when they were doing like the one-to-one i have to admit i've never seen the kardashians no i i i have to say i never really like follow her and then yeah. suddenly last mm-hmm. year i started to watch a lot of keeping up with the kardashians is it good what season should i start with uh from the beginning because yeah. you see also the faces like it's oh, so true. funny how they how much they change but also like how much money do they get per season like because the first house is just very humble you know yeah. like, you're you're like thinking that yeah this is actually me yeah like, it could be like you or your sister or like your neighbor and then slowly you know like you you start to see also like the egos growing the bay everything is everything is growing like yeah. you know money houses yeah like, boobs <laughs> <laughs> everything is growing yeah. like families you know like the the yeah. brother becomes bigger like everything is growing <laughs> they're so, the representation <laughs> of like expansionism yes, literally <laughs> it's like taking over but i think that, i think the master is the mom like she oh for sure she is the most interesting thing no definitely definitely out of all of them but Mm -hmm. we copied their their early because now their logo is like really boring but But it's like metallic like makeup brand looking yeah no it's different the original typeface is baskerville Mm, yeah classic I know a classic. It's really crazy. We were looking for who designed it. We couldn't. We found someone, but it was like uninteresting. Is it American baskerville? I'm not sure. Sounds like sounds very American. Yeah. IDK. <laughs> we can Google it. Yeah, we'll Google it. Um, mm-hmm. But also, like the the way that the text is set and like this this it's quirky. very fun. It's also very television, right? This yeah, like, uh, exactly. it, remi- it reminds me like Will and Grace. Yeah, 
Yeah, because there's always like in this in these shows, there's always the logo in yeah. the bottom. Like in in early shows, there's yeah. always the logo. In the, this is this is kind of like the the psycho like the nineties branding. Yeah, exactly. Nineties, yeah. mm-hmm. early two thousand. Yeah. Because like, I mean, there's like a lot of nostalgia still about that period. But I feel like since last year, we're just constantly in this like nostalgia nostalgia cycle. Because there's no know? new culture. There's like no there's culture. only nos- now there's like that's why there's all these remakes. But it's so dangerous. Yeah. I feel it's so dangerous in a way. Like we we. I don't know. Sometimes I also feel like, wow, what if obviously this will never come back as we used to it used to be? So we're gonna we're living in this parallel world. Like yeah. we're just constantly, you know, like refreshing our Rick memories. Fisher, but we're getting closer and closer to like now. Like it's it's a, when is it gonna like when when we catch up? What's gonna happen? I mean the you know the the cycle that Mark Fisher theorized. Or does the cycle go like, back there's again? There's always like a ten year. Um, there's always like a ten year nostalgia. I mean, and, and it's been going on since like the eighties. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. in the eighties, there was like seventies nostalgia. In the two thousands, there was like nineties nostalgia. That's now true. there's like two. I'm starting to see the two thousand tens nostalgia. Like, I do you already? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like okay. there's definitely like a hipster, like American Apparel nostalgia happening. An emo, like oh, yeah, emo the younger starting. generation is like doing emo it's again. Also, this weird makeup. Yeah, exactly yeah, with very... the hair and the but makeup. But it's also this sort of like very like saturated maker which is actually sadness like it's this new way of like you know translating black it's not black anymore but it's just like through color you you translate sadness oh i haven't seen this you know like it's it's just very like it's very colorful but it's almost clowny are you talking about like um like youtube makeup no, like gen- like I um, I don't know in fashion I see it all the I time. Also, like this sort of euphoria vibes, right? Oh, like, the euphoria, yeah, the euphoria vibes. True. But also like it's the, like glitter. The boot, but the boot like makeup. Mm-hmm. It's even, mm-hmm. it's it's almost like a mask. Yeah, you know? it's it's really like wearing this new mask. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm. I don't like because also the beauty industry wasn't like as huge. It was. It, it's yeah. It's, I feel as like it is now. Yeah. Now it's now makeup is so big. Yeah. Even Vogue had these amazing conversations about like people, you know, interviewing and like doing makeup and talking, you know, open up. Yeah. Open up their hearts and feelings, and then you know, do yeah, talk about everything. And uh, before was like makeup. It's also because now it's like a, it's maybe one of the fastest growing industries. I don't know when it's capping, but like or peaking, but mm-hmm. uh, there's so much money to be made off of it. That's why all these big brands are making. Um, that's why, like the food brands, like mm. Chipotle has a makeup palette. Not Cheetos. in the Netherlands, no. No, I mean it's, this is such an American <laughs> yeah, phenomenon. I feel like here, no one wears makeup. Well, here's like actually so not that capitalist. Like if you go to like if you go to the UK even like you sense the capitalism the there yeah. yeah I think it's more like a southern look yeah exactly mm. it's it's like really pared down here and I think there's a lot of government controls but the Netherlands them. is extremely capitalist in a very different way it's it extremely is, yeah. neoliberal mm. I think they, they love money but in a different way in a different they, way there's like a lot of like tech companies and yeah. like sort of more underground stuff that happens it's um, about this like you know being an entrepreneur exactly That's it's it's less like about the consumer um and more about like well i mean they have it here with i mean but they see it more in a way that they're like using people in a different way like they're like the whole tourist industry and the sex work industry like they've like turned all of these things into industries so that they can take advantage of them as like a whole as a country Mm -hmm. you know well the i mean the netherlands has like a really interesting history uh with industry and banking and money in general yeah 
they love to make money. They love to make money, and they were. If you think about like how small of a country it was, and it was like one of the richest countries in like the 16th mm. and 15th centuries because of the slave trade, um, mm. but also because they became like a center for trade and banking, and now their biggest industry is like technological export exports for the agricultural industry. Mm. Yeah, it's like this is the center of like agricultural technology. Um, and also tech companies. And it's one of the biggest tax havens for companies like Google, Facebook, etc. Here is a really great place to be an entrepreneur and have a tech company because it's so cheap to yeah. do so. Patagon is here in Yeah, exactly. Also, mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of companies move their headquarters mm-hmm. to the Netherlands and also to Ireland, actually. Yeah, there's a lot. Google yeah. is Huawei there. as well. Yeah. 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 Um, Netflix. Netflix is here. Yeah, Netflix is also here. It's yeah. a tax haven. I mean, they yeah. don't charge these places. They get huge, like, tax rebates. Netherlands, Holland knows how to make its money. But it's like, it's like an economy. It's like an economic power as opposed to like a consumer facing power whereas like america is so consumer facing mm-hmm. like it's so much about the individual consumer um if you you can just like you can just feel it when you go into a supermarket or when you're driving down the street the bonus <laughs> yeah exactly like even like i mean i think a good like lynch or a benchmark is like the amount of starbucks that exists mm. like here there's like four maybe it becomes even more like in America, it's like at every corner. Oh, really? Yeah, I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you go sometimes? Um, it's like so far from my house. Whenever I see it and it's like convenient, I but it's definitely not, there is get no it. one in Lettland. Yeah, but that's like far <laughs> <laughs> for me. <laughs> so far. Like, <laughs> it's so far. Um, I wouldn't like go to Starbucks as a destination, but if it like happens totally. to be along the way, like I will definitely get a Starbucks. Yeah, I'm actually I I'm surrounded by bubble tea in my neighborhood. Oh so yeah, that's, that's like the new that's a new trend. Starbucks. Yeah, but you're so. in the pipe, which yeah. is like the core of like hipster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but people are literally queuing for a bubble tea. Oh my god. I haven't had one. I only think I've ever, have ever had one once. A bubble tea? Yeah, but I kind of want one. No, but I think it's... Uh, <laughs> no, I, I I have to say, like, the first time that I tried it was in Hong Kong, and I loved it, and I I was just, like, drinking it every day, and it's so fucking fat, first of all. <laughs> I it's think I gained, like, two kilos. It's so in, like, fat. Oh, really? It's, like, sugar it's so, and... super sugary. Yeah. And it's, like, mm. milk and everything. Yeah. But it's just so good. Like, <laughs> you just crave it. And it's at the, you see, you, that's, you see, you immediately see the sugar addiction. Japan yeah. al- also has, like, a big consumer culture. Yeah. Like, they're really good at these, like, shiny food yeah. uh, products. Yeah. Like, they're really innovative with their, like, food technology. Yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of making it, like, cute and a meme. And shiny. And, and shiny. Jiggly. Yeah. Like, all, all of the sensory things that, like, turn you on. That make you want to queue for like a fucking bubble tea. Like this is so cute. It's so this nice. So yeah. I don't know if I turn on by being cute. I mean, not turned on like sexually. <laughs> <laughs> More just like d- desire. <laughs> yeah. yeah Activating like the the like I need this now mm-hmm. portion yeah, of your brain. Not even. <laughs> I mean, I really like with food. I'm. I really don't have that. Like I hate food. <laughs> I hate Do food. you? Yeah, I, I really love like food, but I'm just been lazy lately to to cook it. I think my yeah. skills got worse. You know? I like like a good cooked like healthy meal. Like that would attract me love. way more. Yeah, mm. same. But like fast food, Rust- rustic me. looking food actually like really mm, gets yeah, me. Same. Mm. 
interesting. It lo- like something that looks like homemade. I'm like, honey, mm. if it has vegetables, yeah. I'm there. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's because like I'm a goop Erewhon girl. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like a Whole Foods girl. Gwyneth would be proud. I, I'm like a good a Gwyneth. Uh, subcategory. I'm a subcategory mm. of Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm. <laughs> you could look like her. I mean, I'm a white girl. <laughs> <laughs> you could look like I'm her. I'm white and blonde, so yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, are we done? I think we're done. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I agree. Thank you for coming, Eduardo. Thank you. No, this was like so fun. It was such a pleasure. Thank you Thank so you much. Also, you're me. a fashion insider. I'm such a fashion insider. You are. Mm-hmm. Giving us a scoop. Edit, edit. Edit it out. <laughs> edit it all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you. I love your place. Beautiful studio. And, um, oh, thank you. I'll see you soon. Yeah. It's a great recording studio. It's a it great is. Recording I'm studio. like so blessed. Maybe the I think... lighting, it's amazing. Okay, no, but you haven't even seen the lighting in my room now because it's crazy. Yeah, it's like so... I- I'll show you later. But um, that's it. I'll miss you like hell. Miss you all Kiki. like hell. Bye. Ciao. Ciao. Um... I forgot how to stop the recording. <laughs>